Hi, my name is Zane Lamprey. This is the Zane's World Podcast. Um, this is where I talk about things I have going on, what I'm thinking, and and all of that is slightly derailed by and made more challenging by Steve McKenna, who joins me in every episode. That's my job. Not, no, not yet. No, no, not yet, Steve. Oh. Um, this episode is called When Zane Meets Harry. No, When Zane Met Harry. <laughs> Harry <laughs> being you. Because at one point you had an impressive beard. Right now, I don't know what's going on. We have a lot to, we have a lot to unpack right now before we move on. Because if anyone watched the, the first episode and is now watching this, you might be a little confused because Steve had uh, Dwight Schrute's haircut. You had yeah. a, a, a silver, a white beard. Yeah. And, and, we, and, and then the glasses now... You and I were talking before this. We were kind of getting everything set up. Yeah. And then I said, okay, let's go. And then you put those glasses on. And I don't understand. Let's talk about this for a second. Well, there's a shadow on my eye there that we couldn't get rid of. So I just, mm. I, so I solved it. Yeah, let's, 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 let's take the glasses off. Let's take a vote. What? People want you to take the glasses off. No way. Okay. Dude, it's what like, are you, why? What? What? No, I take just, it off. You look weird, like it's, it's bright weird, in here, bro. You look like you look like Roy Orbison. It's bright here too. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I know. What is I, it? I don't even know. Like see, where? Like why did you? My go job to go is out to make no glasses? sense. Your job is to make sense. You put blue. Come like on, did you go out and, and, and say? Day? Did you go to like the glasses store oh, or something my. and say, "Do you have <sighs> blue glasses?" And they said, "No, because no one wears those. We can make some for you." <laughs> They're going to be very expensive, but no one, no one, no one wears this anymore. We can make them. There's no purpose. You can't block out blue light with, 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 with blue glasses. You need like the yellow, like the blue blocker glasses. Those aren't even blue blockers. They're like blue are you, boner glasses. Are you done? Oh my God. I'm done. I, was like, I'm done. Just, I just don't get it. That was quite a rant. Did you trim your beard? I did trim my beard. Thanks. Why? You had like the, I, I was, uh, you had the pirate kind of. Exactly. Hell's exactly. Angels thing going uh, on. I looked, it was... I looked gross. No. Here's what happened. Both you and I watched the podcast we made last week. Yeah. Which, by the way, is available on YouTube as well as uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. So audio and if you want to watch it, you can watch it on YouTube, um, okay. which is probably where most of you are watching it. Anyway, so, so Steve and I watched ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then decided that we both looked like shit. <laughs> Individually, because yeah. I was going to actually, I was going to like set up a GoFundMe on this episode <laughs> for you to grow your beard out and dye it like it was before. But then you like FaceTime me the other day and you all of a sudden had like this brown beard. Well, no, it, it gets darker as it fills in. No. Wait, what are you saying? The beard gets you're, you're darker as it fills in. Yeah, I know. I heard what you said, but are you trying to tell us that between last week and this week, it filled in so the whole thing's miraculously turned brown? Yeah, it goes from clear to That's brown a... as it fills in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So suddenly just everything. So even like the roots are now everything. Yes. Got it. Okay, yes. M moving on. So so this episode is is really about, this is sort of like a primer, the foundation for other episodes. This is where um, we we talk about when how steve and i met wait a minute a can i interrupt you, that's your job that is your job didn't we have a cliffhanger don't we have something to address from last week yeah before what was we it? get into new material yeah what was it i don't know you're supposed to remember I'm shit like, like, like. we're gonna talk about uh, uh oh oh uh waterman's the story the oh sto yeah that's right yeah that's right yeah so so we were talking about so we were talking about stupid things that that have happened because of of, of drinking. Um, Steve more than me, 
and Steve was starting to tell a story, but the cameras we used, they do 20-minute clips. So you'll see, like, this thing clip off in the middle, and then and then we do 20 more minutes at the end. And so, uh, it, it or your battery died or something, so we just had audio. All of the, all of the above. Everything. You didn't charge your stuff. So um, Steve was telling, starting to tell the story about when we were at... Um, it began with an L, I think. It was, uh, it was in, um, in Virginia. Waterman's. No, it started at Waterman's when you were drinking. So, Steve, we went... So, when we shot the first season of Drinking Made Easy, we shot during the day, and then at yeah. night we went and did stand-up. Because of that, one of the hazards, or the effects of that, was that we would then start our stand-up comedy show pretty lit. <laughs> Steve, Steve with, with no off switch or, or throttle control, right. other than full throttle, right. um, was usually more lit than, than me. Yeah. So we were drinking what's called an orange crush, which we determined is like orange juice, triple sec, and like orange vodka, right? We, yeah. we drank those. It was a nice warm day, whatever. And then we went to, uh, to do stand-up. Well, and, it was, uh, there was a little bit more in there. When, when we were at Waterman's, it was like... I don't know. We had like 10 people at the bar. Like people wanted to be in the show. There was the owner and all his friends, everything. Everyone, oh, they came to the show? Yeah, everyone was ordering yes, orange that's crushes. Right. That's and right. I, I don't know it's, what right. happened, but I just got in the you're zone. Right. I think I drank like... The zone. I think that's I drank like zone? 10 of them. Some people call yeah. it drunk. You call it the zone. I, no, I got in the bad I just zone. Got, I got in just, the zone. I got drunk. You well, got drunk. you know, I, I was kind of you egged on by you know so many people there, and I was... You know, making a spectacle of myself, getting all the attention, like, you know, through drinking. So I thought and being an idiot. And oh, my, that's that's one of the drunkest I've ever been at like three o'clock in the afternoon. At three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. Yeah. Um, Okay. so so then we can can I continue my part? Because that was really that was really good for you to fill in that that piece of information. Well, it, it wasn't just your normal. Yeah, we did a shoot. It was like. I remember people were passing me their orange crushes. Yeah. I was drinking yeah. everyone's orange crushes on the table, like ch- shotgun them but, right down but the that's bar. Not so- but that's not something that happened just there. You did that everywhere you went. No, I didn't. Think about think about a Cape Cod oh. drinking out of that thing. Anyway. This was um, special. Or no, I, anyway, we, we get to do the show. Steve's on stage. There's this bit, right? We had a bunch of bits. Um, <laughs> so I... I I had the, the world record for sabering champagne. And so I was going to shook up a bottle, sabered it, and then the, the cork would go flying. And then Steve was wearing, he would like, hold on one second, he'd go back, he'd come back in a catcher's mitt and a, and a, and a shirt. Catcher, and then, catcher's mask. A, a, catcher's catcher's mitt, mask. The pad. Yeah. The whole thing. Everything. So, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. It's funny. It's a little bit. And then, and so what happened was, I couldn't, because, well, no, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. I, I. Yeah, <laughs> like let's let's yeah. just lay it all out there. Yeah, let's just let's sugarcoat I it. I couldn't I couldn't really control because every night it was the venue's job to give us champagne, which was almost always sparkling wine, you know, whatever. It wasn't like real champagne, and so always different bottles, but they had to be a cork. They couldn't be like a twist off because I right. had to be able to saber the end off, whatever. And they they soaked in in ice water for an hour, it became brittle. So when I went like this with the sword, the cork would go flying, and Steve would catch it. I couldn't control it. I, I, every night I couldn't like aim it because I didn't know if it was going to come out like boop or if it was going to fly. Yeah, sometimes this particular the night, bit worked, sometimes it didn't. Right. This night, the whatever happened, it just flew. 
<laughs> so the cork goes up, but it's not like a rocket. It kind of goes up and it comes back down. And then go ahead, Steve. Yeah. So, and I go to catch it and I tripped over the speaker monitors on the side of the stage and fell backwards. I mean, it was what, four to five feet onto a concrete floor. Yes. And yeah, landed, five feet. landed on so, my back. And I'm just like, uh. And the thing you have to remember is like, Steve wasn't scared about that. Because usually the stages were like a, a, a foot or whatever. Right. And so it didn't register to you that actually like if you or, went back there, you would fall. Or you'll back into the wall or a curtain or something like that. Yeah. But. So then you ended up uh, uh, maybe was, breaking a rib. I don't know that you ever necessarily got it x-rayed. No, we didn't have time for that. But that yeah. kind of set the course for the rest of the tour where I was in rough Well, shape. it set a course for something. Now. So we had we had a young man by the name of Josh Dean. On your mark, get set, go. This is Josh. This is our producer. Here's Josh Dean producing a beer. Josh, <coughs> what? <laughs> You're watching Four Sheets, where we're slap happy about drinking. Started off as a camera guy, and then a producer, yeah, um, and then a writer producer, and he uh, he was new, mm-hmm. and and Steve might have taken advantage of that. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is a me too me too moment, but <laughs> no, Josh your, your, actually your, saved me. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to. What go did you make him do? What did you make him do? He was rubbing my back, giving me massages. I mean, I couldn't move. My whole body was you, all you, messed up. You used your you used your influence. To have this young man, no. I don't know, maybe he's 26 at that time. No, he you was used willing. Your influence he was willing. To have this young man, you want to find out his version of it? No. Oh, you're on my phone. I, damn it, you're on my <laughs> phone. I can't call him. That sucks. Oh, my God. Dude, I remember I would have to go into a shoot, and I would immediately go to the bar. And hey, Mel, can you bring me your phone? Like, chug something as soon as we get where, wherever me. we're going because of the pain. I was like, I need your phone for a quick sec. ibuprofen. Yeah, it was so painful. Yeah, so so you so you you basically you 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 asked him and he didn't feel like he could say no to it. That's the whole point. And I, you took I never, advantage. You had. I never really thought about that. Just, you <laughs> here. I'm gonna see if I, if he'll pick. He won't pick up my phone, my my call, but he'll pick up Mel. So hold on oh a second. Oh my gosh. Let's just ask. Let's just ask how he felt about it. I don't think this he, is calling from Mel's phone. I don't think he really loved it, but. You you don't think you used your influence? Okay, well, what this influence? Was, uh, a real bamboozling, if I may. So, Josh, here's here's the question. Oh no 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 no! It's it's Zane. It's Zane and Steve on hey, on, on our podcast. Okay. Uh, Steve, he can't hear you because you're in my earbuds. But hi, he, Steve says hi. Steve okay, is saying. Steve, Steve is saying that you um, you when he fell off the stage in Virginia, and then. You offered to um, to give a massage that he did not use his influence 
to have you give a massage every night. He said he was you were happy about it and you were willing. Okay, how many people are going to hear about this? Uh, <laughs> last week we had about 10,000 people listen to okay. the podcast. Yeah. So I was very fresh <laughs> at school. Yeah. And this was my first gig, my yeah. first big TV job. Yeah. So, yeah, of course there's some influence. He was on the Rockstar bus. I was on the, like, Coffin bus. Uh-huh. And he heard himself. And yeah. And I was wanting to help out and be a good friend of people. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so uh, he, he looked like he was in pain. I think he might have suggested that massage would help. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I give a pretty decent massage. And I started, and then every night. Yeah, every night <laughs> oh, he would, like. Buddy, I need a massage. Yeah, and then he, and then he like, would have, like, oils and candles and stuff. <laughs> Oh, yeah, stop. <laughs> that was when he massaged you. <laughs> oh my god. So But he was he's your best friend. Oh, and what am I man. am I gonna say no to my boss's best friend? No. Yeah. So so here so here's the question. Did Steve yeah. use his influence to get you to massage him or did you do it willingly every night? I it started willingly and then he flexed it his influence yeah. and kept it going far too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're regardless, I know he can't hear me, but please thank Steve him is, for me. He saved yeah, my he's, life. Steve, Steve is saying thank you. You saved his life. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. And I do love Steve. Yeah. And, and, and do you now, agree, do you agree in front of all these people to not me too, Steve, because he uses influence? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. All right, I love buddy. Steve. We, if you ask me now, if he falls off a stage again, I'll be there in a second. Oils and candles. <laughs> We'll be in tow. Josh really uh, is the best. Buddy. You be careful. You be Miss careful, you, buddy. You are. All right, buddy. We love it. We'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. Later. See, See you, buddy. Later. Bye. Okay. So that was clarified. I'm happy that that worked out. I'm not so Josh happy. Is, Josh is now uh, shooting uh, and maybe like dirty. producing uh, news news up in up in Fresno right now. Until we can get another show, and then he can come and do it. All right. Real quick before we move on. So so All right. so much for this that cliffhanger. This episode, well, the cliffhanger was you falling off the cliff, which was the stage. I am going to open this beer. So I got dropped off some beers by, um, by Benny Boy. And what's really cool is they, they um, if you can see this, they, uh, they, they, like, they didn't, don't have labels yet. So they basically put stickers and everything to show me what each thing was. So they dropped me off a Saison, a dry table beer, a, a, a goes, Goza. Uh, a Belgian strong, many of these that I drank, and then another cider. And so this is one of the ciders I didn't drink, and I'm going to crack mm. right now. So this is a local brewery. Steve, even though you don't drink, still part of the, the brand. I remember when Woodchuck Cider came out in college. We would buy that $5 pitchers of Woodchuck Cider. Oh, my goodness. Mm. At uh, Woody's? Murphy's. Woodman's? Murphy's, Murphy's, Woodman's, Dark Horse, all those places. Oh my City gosh. Limits. And then, listen, these guys sent me these, too. I got a, uh, a, a DM. So you can go to dragonoffthewagon.com. I don't know what that means. I should have probably gone there. Um, you can win prizes when you tag them in your photo. So dragonoffthewagon.com, and you can get these dragons that... Very um, cool. There you go. That, like, protect your drink. <laughs> Very crafty. Wow. What percentage is that cider? Six point four percent. It's a single variety Arkansas black, back sweetened with unfiltered Gravestein apple juice and maple syrup, juice from Los Rios Rancho Rancho Orchard in Elk Glen, California. That is that is really nice. Doing some cool Uh, stuff with beer since I quit drinking. 
It's cider. Cider beer. Mm-mm. Just cider. cider. Okay. Just cider. Let's go. Let's let's do what we went. We were intended to do. Okay. Um, the um. Don't necessarily know that we intended I, I, on doing I, anything, but. No, I no, I had intention. I had an intention. Oh. Here's your phone. Thanks. Full intention. It was. It was. So Mel, mm-hmm. Josh uh, agreed that Steve used his influence to have him massage his back. That wasn't night. my full Is intention. That, I didn't even know I had influence. Mel walked away and said, "Smart." <laughs> the funny, the funniest part of the story is when you, when you I fell drunk. off the stage and you look over and you go, "Steve, you okay?" Or how did it go? And or the the paramedics came over. I mean, I was no, 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 no. There I was, was no in trouble. There was a guy. There was a guy who was watching, who was a paramedic, and you he's he you fell. I don't he only remember. told us he was a paramedic later. It was a guy by the stage. He was like a security guy, and he said, "Are you okay?" And you said, yes. And he didn't know if you hit your head. And he's like, what day is it? And you said, today. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and he looked at me and he's like, he's good to go. And you, can't, you hopped up and you finished the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Have you had, have you had an x-ray at all to find out if there's like, a, like a, a fracture that was healed on the rib that you had, the, the back rib that you had Josh massage? I have not. I, I, I don't think okay. I want to know. Okay. So I, I, and I don't know if you even know this, Steve, you are the source of many stories, parables, uh, fables, things that I like to tell people to entertain them, sometimes to warn them about things that you shouldn't do. Right. I know. And, and here I am like debating on writing a book about my, uh, my sort of adventures in with doing the shows that I've done and whatever. And I find that I that a lot of my best stories involve you. Yeah. And and one of the this is kind of like one of this damn it Steve moments is that we went to we were drinking with uh, and drinking made easy probably last season and we were we went to, to Frank Sinatra's favorite restaurant here. Oh my god. And we yeah. were meeting his daughter and we uh, and they were telling stories about Frank, and all the stories about Frank were like his drunk stories. Mm-hmm. Like one time, he got so drunk, he had the maitre d drive him home, and the, and Frank said, "Dude, you've been great to me. That car's yours." And the guy wouldn't take it. So again, that's just like a, a great story. Yeah. So and I knew, or I had an idea that you would just were going to say something or do something that was going to embarrass me, and in the moment, be embarrassing, but in the long run be a good story and so we were drinking the sinatra wine Mm -hmm. and telling stories about frank from from his daughter and then the 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 maitre d who was there when he was there yeah and we were all drinking and we were sort of sipping and you just killed your wine and you're like anybody want more wine and we're like no we're good he's like ah come on here take some whatever and you reached over to hers to his daughter you guys are amazing thank you very much thank you thank you get one more of that no we're good we had we got thank you guys we good. We good. And on that classy note from Steve, it's time to go. Well, that was and after I chugged the pint glass of Jack Daniels, and she—I I never oh, forget it as long as I live. That's I, right. You know, again, I was that's trying right. to make some interesting TV, and we went around the went around, and everyone got. Was uh, that really Frank's, your intention? Uh, yeah. Um, I think your intention was just to have fun. And you yeah, did. have fun and, and just fun. kind of do some shocking stuff. I mean, that was kind of my job. 
So, so we, we, we had Jack Daniels, which was Frank's drink, and right. everyone got one. And you gave me, I think you you ordered me one in a pint glass. You're like, oh, he'll take a double. Or you dump two in a pint glass or whatever it was. And we're, you know, we all cheers and sit there. And I, I take the pint glass and just chug the whole thing. And I remember her saying, oh, my God. She was, she was you know a little bit troubled by witnessing that she was like he yeah. has a problem or something along those lines <laughs> yeah and um i don't know i don't think it went over too well i don't think you were too impressed either i think what i was doing was i was trying to create good tv i think you just i think you are always in the moment yeah but you're fun you're fun and you're you're fun to have around and and that was why i invited you to be in the show because i knew that you would um You'd make be, the show more be crazy. So. Yeah, just craziness all around. All the time. Um, here is the uh, the the day that I don't remember when you and I met. I remember we, we went to college. We went to Cortland State University in upstate New York, just south of Syracuse, between Syracuse and Binghamton. Mm-hmm. Um, the really the the mecca of education. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I just had nearby. an idea. It was nearby. That was yeah. Um, can you insert? That video where I chug the Jack Daniels into this podcast. I could. So people could sure. see it. Out of respect, I pour a glass of Frank's favorite, Daniels, on the rocks. I don't know why you got so much. Look, I'm having just a little bit. Christina, I think you have one. I've never sipped this in my life. You know, let's do this. Yeah. And then go like this. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, but, oh, brother. No. Give me a... Are you kidding me? Dude! We have to conclude this very quickly because he's going to turn into Jack. No, I feel pretty good right now. (laughs) Now that Steve has destroyed his Daniels, Tina classes it up with wine from the Sinatra family estates. So this is from Tuscany. The grapes came from Tuscany to Napa. Okay, and they were processed in Napa. But this is a a product of Italy. Yes. Would you like some? Yes, please. Little. Well, Stephen, you're cut off. Really? You cut him off? He can't mix. He can okay. have more of this if he wants. No, no, I gotta have a little of that. I want to point out that you got cut off by a Sinatra. That's... Can, come here. I, come here. <laughs> come here. That's so amazing. Excited. That's I'm really so good. Excited. That's really good. You, so much. you need a life. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I met because... Well, just because it was a small school. Yeah. And we were always out at the bars and stuff like that. But there was one memory... Of, oh, there's two stories. One is, well, there's actually that's not true. There's a lot, and and I told you what this episode was about, and you said you really didn't remember any stories. I, mean, I know a couple, but man, hey, it's, let me let me ask you, you a question. You would have to jog my me memory. Ask, me, quick, quick, quick question. You know that little box is the box on your face because last week you were out of focus. Are you yes, in focus it is. today? I'm trying not to move. Okay, good. You can move. You can move as much as, much as you want. It, it's it tracks Apparently you. Apparently not. Last to... week I was all out of focus. And this cheap well, maybe it's your stupid you glasses that we're going to take. Can you? I'm going to put up a vote, and then people are going to vote on my Instagram stories. And then, excuse me. And then, if if they vote for you to remove the glasses, you can like, remove the glasses. All right. Sounds terrible. Okay. Okay. Because um, I don't. Because I honestly don't know why you're wearing them. But that's fine. You, you wore them when I was drinking it easy. But it's not like you ever. Out. You're not like you. Hmm? It actually is dark out. I, there is no well, reason for it, me to be that's wearing not when you, these glasses. That's not when you would wear sunglasses. I don't care. So we went to the bar, or we were at a bar, and we were, just, we, we were just hanging out, and and we closed the bar, 
and it was you, me, and your buddy Vern. And <laughs> you're like, let's go back to my house. All right, fine. Two in the morning, two thirty in the morning. We went, and you were you were like in a in a house that I think was like split up into fours. It wasn't like apartments, but it was apartments built into a house. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and you went in at two thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. The first thing you did was you went over and you put on Pearl Jam because yeah. you have always been, you've always had an unhealthy uh, uh, appreciation for Pearl Jam. Still do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and so you turned it up as loud as it would go. You make the joke that it's 11, but it was really like as loud as it could go. Yeah. And you, and you started... St- moshing you and Vern I was I was sitting back watching that's right you and Vern were moshing I remember just this two now. people just two people yeah and you completely destroyed a dining room furniture set yeah we a smashed table all the and like chairs six all chairs the table it was fun it was, smashed we the whole moshing. thing and down and and down the hallway I could see your bedroom the door was open and your girlfriend Carrie was asleep <laughs> and she's hearing impaired she didn't hear it I guess right she didn't hear, she didn't have her hearing aids in and she didn't hear, oh, she didn't hear anything. She slept there the whole thing. And you literally left that whole thing and just in, as, as kindling at the end of it. So anyway, that was like my, my first experience with Steve. Now the second one, still in, still in college, if we're going back to this time, was when I joined the theater department. Yeah. I decided my junior year that I, or early in my junior year, I, I decided that what I really wanted to do was like acting and entertaining and that kind of thing. So... I um, I went and joined the theater department, and and when they said the first thing you have to do is audition for a play, everyone that has to audition or whatever it is. So I went and I auditioned for *Lie of the Mind*, first play I ever auditioned for there, and I got the lead. And the what guy who Dick, was, I'm still pissed about that. It was like one of the, the best guy, parts you can get, Jake from *Lie of the Mind*. Jake from *Sam Shepard's Lie of the Mind*. It was amazing, and um, you played my brother, Frankie. You got this, Frankie. You got this. The second part, yeah, right. Second, second biggest role. The guy who Doug, who is this this real salty Doug Van Lu, big great director. Doug Van Lu. This sort was he a Vietnam vet? Yeah. Awesome and he dude. he was just just a, uh, yeah great salty guy. But he he calls me up and he's like, hey man, I'm giving you the lead. I don't know who you are, or where you came from, but you fucked this up. I'll do the part myself. Yeah, okay, thanks. Bye. Hung up on me. That's my. That was it. He was hardcore. I don't know who you are. And so I went and auditioned. I, I, I went and started rehearsing and everything like that. And yeah. everyone was mean to me. Now, big deal, whatever. But you and I, you and I talked about it, and everyone was very like, like everyone was just. Actually, they got to the point where they would hide my stuff. Someone threw my keys in the garbage. Like, why like were they, they so? Would, let's they, let's think about this. Why were they so mean to you? Because you were just an outsider that came in and got the lead right off the bat. He, that was about that was almost like 28 years ago and you and you you, you're joking saying you had a problem you still have a problem with it but it's on some level you have to admit you're like who is this guy and why did he get this part and like so all the other part people in the in the department were just like all because it was very clicky and people just kind of you know the same people auditioned and it was like a you know it was whole silly thing so I mean, I was actually glad that you got the part, and you were someone new, which was great for the th- department. Same old. They did like one play every semester, right? Right. Yeah, and so this was a play, and everyone in the department want, wanted a role, and I got the lead, and oh, whatever. Yeah. So for sure, there was a little dissension so, amongst the the troops, for sure. So then I come in one day, and I've always tried to figure out how to tell this story because it was not mean spirited. 
But I walk in one day and everyone was nice to me. Yeah. Everyone. And I thought that I had like, you know, come come around a turn and I was like, all right, they they've seen that I'm serious. I I'm I'm off book on day one. I meaning I know all my lines. I'm not like you know, an asshole and like, I respect the, the craft and I was trying to learn and I was like, whatever. Um, and so I thought that I like, you know, got, I got, got to a point where people were respecting what I was respecting me. Well, and that, that, that and, and also, you know, I, I, I talked to everybody kind of, you know, put the good word I know, in for you. I know you did. Yeah. And what did you tell them? I told them you were what gay. You yeah. And yeah. everyone instantly was like, Oh, Oh, Duh. Oh, oh yeah, of course duh. He That's is. why he came in, and that's what he's I'm doing. I'm like, so that's just be nice about, to him. He's struggling. It's, you know, he's he's it's his, he hasn't really told a lot of people. You got, I mean, it's, you know, but it's a difficult thing. So I'm like, I cut him some slack, treat him nicely, be his friend. Some Everyone people were really nice, nice to me, yeah. but I don't think I found out for probably like a week, you know, <laughs> and. And then it's just like, look, I don't, I don't necessarily care, but you can't tell everyone that I'm on a football football scholarship because I'm not. It's just like, it's just not what I am. So it's just, it's, it's confusing. It was I, thought, funny. I think it was me. I guess it was definitely funny, but it was oh, more mean because I think about you probably broke a lot of hearts. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's but that's, what happened. That so, started a lot okay. for you and I. We we're always, always yeah, that started, that started, needling. Started, started whatever this is. Oh my god. So then, so then, what happened was there was the next play, the next semester, and this was hold a play on. I got a quick Howl- story. I got a okay. quick story. Um, I mean, you're gonna unless you want to, you got a whole college story monologue with Steve. You want to <clears> get through? No, I mean, I was about to tell one. All right, let, hold let me, on. Let me put I got Let me put mine to bed. Hold on. Can I, I got put a my quick story one. to bed. I got first? a quick medium, real quick. I'll be I'll be done with my story. So on. we're coming home from your house. One we we were there for a weekend or no 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 I that's I have that story oh I'm telling I'm telling that story come on but let me just let me just finish the play story all right finish like your I'm, damn I'm, story I'm, t- I'm putting a ribbon on I'm tying the whole thing up all right so then the, the next play was called Howl at the Moon no Dark which boy which boy fine and which boy John is that right oh was the lead yeah and so I went and talked to the head of the department Doc Palmer and he was like. Listen, I know this is important for you, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it's. I know you really want this part really bad. Yeah, I do. And it's all or nothing, right? It's all or nothing with you, right? I'm like, yeah. Like, okay. Like, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, he talked like that. He went? And um, he talked like that. Take Steven. it easy. He's 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 since left this world. Yeah. I can't tell a story that he talked like that. Well, How does just, that mean? Let's just be nice. I'm being I, nice. I doc. This is a moment where he was he was a dick. I mean, here's what happened. He said he so he said that to me, and like so, I think he was first. I don't know. Look again. This is this is this out, still outsider thing, even though I'd done a whole play. <laughs> I went, and he said you should audition for Witch Boy John. Great, yeah. and I would have taken any part. I just wanted to be part of the any any production. But he said he was the one that said you want it's all or nothing with you. I'm like yeah, sure, like whatever. I thought he was like pep, you know, like that was a pep talk or something like that. So. I go in the day and I audition, and it was like in uh in the back room where where there sometimes would be a stage. It was it just black a box. giant open? It was a black what? box, but it was like no curtains. It was just a giant open space, and there was yeah, a table uh, in the middle the, of it. The lab theater. Great, that's good. That I'm sure that helped the convers- the the story. Absolutely. So I, I walk in, and there's three people sitting there, and I did my audition, and I was like really psyched, and I was like again off book, and just like got into it, whatever. 
it was sort of about was it about like was there was the story did it have any like sexual tension or undertones or I something mean, yeah, i don't know yeah it was very you know the witch boy was very animalistic and you know like a dog so like a wolf so i walk out after my and they like that was really good excellent performance i'm like oh excellent audition whatever i'm like okay thanks and then i open the door and there's steve in his underwear yeah okay Getting and you had your you were and you were kind of like i don't feel help you were kind of at your head you were kind of filling yourself Filling, filling just, up, filling up the. I was just kind of, you know, the, getting the vibes. This going. was like this. This was like Mark Wahlberg days, where like you were yeah. wearing a, a, a some of those Klein's. Calvin Klein's. And yeah. anyway, and Steve, I opened it's this giant committing door that was to the role. I opened this giant door that was the size of the the whole place. It was like a twenty foot tall door. I opened it up, and then there's Steve. And then as as the door is closing, Steve in his underwear, nothing else, runs in. He goes, ow. And then, and then this noise-proof door just closed. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I didn't get the part. Well, listen, you know what? I had, but, but, but I he, had to bring But here's my... what happened. Here's what happened. At the, I, went, uh, I went and looked at the, what do you call it, the cast list yeah. the next day or whenever it is when they announce the cast list. Colshi. And I see which boy, John Colshi. Which boy, John, Steve McKenna. Da-da-da-da-da, blah, 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 blah. All the way down the list, nothing. No part. I still so I went don't to Doc get and that. I was like, I went to Doc and I'm like, Doc, what happened? Why didn't I even get like the part of the farmer? Like, what I I wanted to be part of this. He get, well, you said it was all or nothing. You said it was uh, you wanted the ro- the lead or nothing at all. I'm like, I was agreeing with you because I thought that's what you were trying. But like, you know yeah. what? That was BS. That was that was my finish. I, I that never was the end of my hazing that. for the theater department. It's I, stupid. I never, I never understood that. So One like, so after this after that play and whatever we we I. My, my my family I'm, I'm from Syracuse and so my, my mom still lives there and she, she has a house there and, and we went one weekend she was out of town yeah. and I, I don't know if she asked us to check in on something or we just went because it was like you you your girlfriend Rob and myself right yeah we just all piled in the car and went up there we just like got in the car Saturday and just dro- drove and, and, and just drove there and we yeah. you know I know probably broke into her liquor cabin and just hung out there yeah and then the next day is this the story you're going to tell the next yeah. day yeah, yeah, yeah okay go ahead so the next day we're driving home and for some reason, I don't know why, you probably know why, we were smoking cigars, which I, I don't, don't do. I, was, I, was, I, I, I don't, I don't either. And I don't know the reason. I think we were just like. Thought we were cool or you, I don't think, know. Think about like, think about what a hangover feels like when you were like 22, 21 years old. It was like nothing compared to what, what, what they are like. It kind of felt good. And I think we were, you know, we had some roadies, you know, we had a driver, so yeah. we were good there. No, and, we did not have, we did not have roadies. It was the next, it was the next morning we were not drinking, but it was mm, your, your girlfriend for some reason was driving. You were in shotgun. Rob was behind you and I was behind the driver. Yeah. Well, it was her car. That's why she was driving. And well, that makes sense. Yeah. And we're and when I'm when I have a cigar, I like get a ton of saliva, like uh, you know, a mouthful. So I roll down my window, and I'm in the you know, passenger seat in the front, and I spit out the window. And Zane is in the driver's back seat. Steve side goes back seat. <laughs> he hacked a loogie. Like I just salivated All thinking down. about it. He <laughs> spit out the window, and I watched it. The, the loogie went out the window. It came across and came in the window right in front of Rob's face and hit me square in the eye. <laughs> One of the most disgusting things. We never I've laughed so hard. And to your I've credit, never that hard. you I've just never sat there. Hard in my life. To your credit, and this was, you know, 
you're you're a funny guy and you you kind of you you relish the moment and it was so funny and it just went splat dead center on your face and you just stood there yeah. like and we're all just like did that just happen it was like yeah i, I well, couldn't believe happened. it <laughs> it was that like was it defied physics it was amazing um you know my my, my this one actually is this is a story that I've. This will be part of my stand-up, and I'll 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 tell people the, the story now. This is. <clears throat> so when I was doing three sheets, um, the um, we we shot with one camera, Curtis the camera guy. Mm-hmm. So he would shoot the whole shot with as it what's called a two shot, just me and the person. Sometimes he zoom in, and but mostly it's just getting coverage, shooting the whole thing. Yeah. Then at the end of it, he. Um, he would shoot a close-up of me listening to the guy or girl and a close-up of the guy or girl listening to me. So these singles, right? And, and, and so the camera would be on me and I would like go, I would like, tell me a story. And they would tell me a story and I'd kind of be into it. <laughs> like, I would laugh and just like, I knew the reaction shots they were looking for, like just right. natural stuff. When we asked the person to do it, the guest, they like uh, just laugh and they go, ha, 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 and be concerned. They go, like they were just like really over the top. Sure. And so I decided early on that I just have to tell a story that has a lot of arcs, right? Something that they'll listen to. You can have them listening. Something that makes them go like a little bit maybe shocked and then laughing so that the editor can kind of edit in like these reaction shots into the show. So they look real. So they look real. And so I started telling this story about Steve. And and my idea was I'm going to tell a story about a different friend of mine in every episode of Three Sheets. And whenever I talk about a friend of mine, that's why if you, I think we talk about the rules in the Costa Rica episode, mm-hmm. I said, whenever I talk about a friend of mine, you, you drink or you make someone drink or whatever it is. Later on, it's when I talk about Steve McKenna because the crew liked my Steve McKenna stories so much. They said, no, in every episode, you have to tell a story about Steve. So I was going to tell one about you, my buddy Neil, and like just like every every episode is a different friend that I was going to talk about. Yeah. Just a, an opportunity to give my friends like a shout out. Like, oh, he talks about me in this episode. Like just something fun. Yeah. But it all became about Steve. Yeah. So I, I was at in Wales at Brains Brewing the biggest brewery in, in like the national beer of, of Wales. I was talking to their head of PR and this guy, and I was wearing just like a, a parka or whatever. And this guy was wearing like a suit. He was like a PR guy. He needed to be sharp and make sure the brand was well represented. So we mm-hmm. did this scene and he had, he had a sense of humor, but it was pretty serious and whatever. And, um, the, uh, um, so anyway, we did the whole scene and then we need some reaction shots. And so I started to tell the story about Steve. It did not go well, and, Why? and I, I because the story is a horrible story. So, I and I'll, t- I'll tell the story right now. But yeah, see, I, see I got, did. I got better at telling the story, and making it less graphic. So I, I found ways of sort of telling the story without coming out and saying it. Why am so, I so nervous right now? In Cortland, it was it's one of the snowiest cities in in the country, if not the world. I don't know if he calls Corlin. I think I looked up the other day. I think the population is seven. So Syracuse is one of the where I grew up was one of the snowiest cities in the world. Cortland, you know, it's small. I guess it's a city, but I mean, you know, it's it's, town. it's more it's like a, a town. college town. It's a college town. When the college is gone, there's like 17 people there. But we had a snowstorm coming, and we knew it was coming. Yeah. And uh, 
we uh, so woke up the night. It started snowing at night, and it was really cool. And then, but it was really snowing hard, so no people weren't going out. Or whatever. You wake up the next morning, and it's still snowing, and there's like two and a half feet of snow on the ground. Like you couldn't you couldn't move your car. And so you listen to the radio at, at this time just to hear, and they said all classes at Cortland College are, are canceled. And they're like, okay, great. So snowing. you do what everyone does. You just I think Steve called bar. me right away, and he's like, meet you at the bar. So we went to a place called Dark Horse Tavern. And Dark Horse had two floors. And when it was really busy on like homecoming and like game days and whatever, like certain days they would open the second floor. Normally they would keep it closed because there wasn't enough people. Sure. This day they had both floors open. <laughs> and so it was amazing. No one could make it to class, right? But you just saw so many people walking down the streets just heading towards downtown. It's, towards like, the, the, it's like the uh, best part of Cortland was a snow day. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, it's the drinking and snow day, yeah. And so this ends up, I looked this up, this ends up being like this, like the biggest snowstorm of like the century or something like that. You got there. like four, four or five feet or something like that. It, 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 it just kept snowing, but yeah. it was, but it was not windy. It was just like snow. Right. It's and nice. so we all end up at the bars. And so, so we go down there and, and, and there's Steve at the bar with, and it's about seven people deep. You are not getting a drink if you don't know someone at the bar. So there's there's a boy Steve and there's you me Jeremy and a bunch of other you know our other friends and we're there and we're like having the best time and handing Steve money and he's passing passing beers back pitchers I mean that day they're probably I don't know five dollar pitchers or something ridiculous like that I was the and bar so, anchor um, I was the anchor man you were the bar anchor and so we were having a great time and then all of a sudden I think because like the um, the cold or something like the plumbing or whatever it is, like all of a sudden, like the plumbing got backed up and the whole bar, just like the sewage smell, just like cleared out what? the bar, <laughs> the bar, not a small area. Like everyone was like left, didn't know what was going it's on. Now I remember his story. And, and, and so, um, Steve, uh, comes back or we all come back and Steve's like still there at the bar. Like, Oh my God, you're a hero. You didn't even leave. You're awesome, man. And Steve's like, okay, um, let me just, uh, you watch this, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick, whatever. So we, we, we find this out later that the, um, the smell was not the sewage, but in fact, our bar anchor, Steve McKenna, who cleared our room with whatever was troubling his digestive system. I had him, there were too and many then, people in there. And then we, we had people. no idea. We had no idea until the next day. Then, when we all came back in, then Steve ran to the bathroom really quick and whatever, and come to find out there was a line, but he really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he ran through the... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ran through... This is a terrible the story, stall. bro. It's a horrible... It's a horrible... Like, it's a dive bar. College dive bar. There's no doors on the stalls, anything like that. So Steve no. just goes in and just explodes. <laughs> and... And... Uh, you told and then this story? The, there's oh no toilet paper. Nothing. And so Steve takes off his Cosby sweater, <laughs> takes off his T-shirt, right? Yeah. Remo I, oh, I, I know what happened. You sharded. You Something sharded. Something like that. Something like that. So he goes. So anyway, he takes Drinking his underwear. all day. What do you Throws expect? it in the trash. Takes his T-shirt off. Cleans himself up. Throws it in the trash. Goes and like washes himself up. Puts back his Cosby sweater on. Puts on his jeans. His like MC Hammer jeans. <laughs> And like comes bar comes back and everyone in the in the in the bathroom line is just traumatized. But he comes back to us and was like, "Hey guys, let's get my spot back." And he was like, "We had no idea what happened." Yeah. So I told that story, and let me tell you something. I kept telling it and telling it so that um, 
No boy. Just no. to make it like I try to, as a as a comedian, I just wanted to I wanted to figure. I know I can tell this story in a funny way. Like that's the way I tell it now. The way I was telling it before was like, oh, he 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 crapped his pants and da 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 da. You know, like like it was like I think you you said like, oh, that wasn't you know the sewage. I I shit myself or whatever it is. I think so we anyway, should. Uh, just, I think we should delete this part of the podcast. Not going to delete it. It's very important. It's oh, a very important God, story. It's very, one of the most embarrassing nights of my life. It's important to know who you are through that. You know, who I, I actually was. have here, my, my, my next door was the magic loogie. Like Drink. the JFK bullet of, of loogies was yours in that car. It was. Um, I, have, uh, some, I have some email, but really quick, I want to get your take on two things, Steve. I, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, get Steve's take on a few news items. No politics. Yeah, no please. COVID. The only time we're talking about COVID is if one of us gets it. And I might have had it. Back in February. I remember. You, you didn't. Do you remember I came to your house in November? I came to, through Philly. Yeah. And I went to Yards, and we were doing this adventure when we were doing the big in, adventure uh, investing thing. And uh, we came through, and it was myself and, and Josh, we just talked to. Yeah. And and you're like, come stay at the house. And we're like, really? You're like, yeah, yeah, we're whatever. And then you're coughing. I'm like, are you sick? And then your wife gets on and she's sick and you're and they're like, you guys are like, no, it's okay, just come by. Like, I'm not gonna come stay your your house where everyone's really sick. sick. I was just coughing. You were just being a puss. Horrible. We went we went and came by your house and visited you and you were so sick. We stayed there for four minutes. Um, but that anyway, was weird. the uh, um, do you remember in uh, in uh, in Seattle when we were on the Space Needle? Yeah. And the blue angels were flying around us. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Vaguely. There was a so vaguely. So we were shooting, and then the blue angels were kind of flying around that day for whatever it was. They do it I don't every know, every year. They're something? up there. They have a an event, and they're there. Okay, and it was amazing. And someone sent me a photo. I'm gonna try to find it. If I can find it, I'll put it up. Uh, this person was photographing the blue angels. And they wanted the shot with the 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 Seattle Space Needle in it, mm -hmm. and you can see the the Blue Angels like bank like this, and then the Space Needle, and you can see us up there. Really? And I sh yeah yeah, and I showed it to Mel. I'm like, that's us, and she's like, no, it's not. And then I found a shot of us, and you can kind of make out the colors of the shirts of the people up top, like really really fine. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, that's some, um, uh, investigative photography. That was most. Uh, all right, really quick. We, we have a, we have an email. If you want to email us to ask us some questions, uh, Zane Lamprey at gmail.com and Steve McKenna. D D D, D Steve McKenna D at Gmail. Steve McKenna, you made yeah. it up. You you coined that, and you don't know my email now. Do you Get know why together. I did that? Do you know when I did that? I made the Steve McKenna shirt for three sheets. Yeah. Because we were shooting in uh, Louisville, 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 Kentucky. And I was concerned that um, there was going to be too much hard drinking going on, and I wanted to have a stunt drinker. And that can that can be our uh, cliffhanger for next episode. We'll talk about uh, Louisville. That was amazing. I still have that shirt that you got printed. It's pretty cool. That's we'll what... talk about. You have that one. Yeah, I have that one. I asked you today if you had it. I said to wear it. I can't find it right now. Oh, you'll find it for next time. Yeah, go find um, it. Uh, before we give the read this email, Steve, what's the we're gonna do a forty percent off coupon where you can go buy the Voyagers hoodie or any of our backpacks because we are now that we make everything in the U.S. We are trying to uh, 
move our inventory. It's all amazing stuff of overseas made stuff, even yeah. though they're fantastic. So the backpack and the Voyager City. So you can, um, you, what's, what's the coupon code, Steve, going to be this week? Uh, coupon code this week can be uh, just for men. Wow. Just yeah. for men 40. Okay. If you use the coupon code just for men 40, you can get 40% off the Voyager's hoodie and the backpacks, any of the backpacks. And then can we you have send new shirts me a backpack, in there. Please? I'll send you back. I've been begging for one for it? like will five you, years. Will you wear it during the entire episode next week? Yeah, I'll wear it in the front. Great. It'd be cool. Great. Great. All right, uh, all right here's the email. Uh, hi, Zane. I'm fairly, fairly sure this is from Tony Jenner. I'm pretty sure I've seen all the episodes you've ever done. Three Sheets, Drinking Made Easy, Chug, and I'm a subscriber to Drink TV. Uh, now that I've swung from your nuts sufficiently. <laughs> here's my question. That's a visual. That's funny. Uh, have you and Steve ever thought, uh, right after filming a scene, that went really bad, or I'm going to regret that, but it makes for really good entertainment. Love everything you guys do. Hope to see you in Kansas City when the tour starts, when the stand-up tour starts. Have you ever left something? Can you think of something that you've left where you've thought that that went poorly? Uh, baby bar in Spokane. Um, well, we talked about that. I don't think you. No, 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 no. There's no way you left that thinking that that went poorly because oh, you were you walked out. You were you were peacocking. Yeah, I guess. Um, so you thought that went amazing. I can't think of a time that we left and people and we we thought like that was bad. Did we ever like get thrown out or have some confrontation or something somewhere? No. Here's the thing. Now, as we talked about in the last episode, you don't drink anymore, but you. I mean, I, 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 oh, I, I got your one decision and I, and I, and I support it, but I'll say you were just, you were fun. It's not like you ever, you know, neither of us are like fighters or anything like that. We never like right. broke anything intentionally. Um, you know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, how about this? Well, there was a time with, uh, Greg Cook when I chugged all his beers, his flight of yeah. fancy, fancy beers. So Greg, Greg Cook, Greg, Greg Cook, the founder of, of uh, Stone Brewing down in San Diego or Encinitas yeah. or Escondido. Um, and so that was the first season and it was a little, it was a little dry that episode. And I was mm-hmm. a little, I was a little pissed at him for what he did before when he, when he told me that I could, he had, um, he was shooting something up in his office. He's like, before we shot, he's like, come upstairs. And he had, um, uh, shampoo made from beer. And I was like, oh, can you drink it? He's like, yeah, sure. And I gave it to you. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's delicious. And, you know, I guess I'm an asshole for that. And you drank it. But then I'm like, really? And you're like, yeah. It's, it's, then you're like, yeah, it tastes like beer. I'm like, really? And I, like, drank some of it. And it was just soap. And I started coughing. <laughs> so they gave me a beer. And you can actually see in that episode that I cough up a bubble that just floats around. You were so Horrible. pissed. Oh, my God. I was so pissed. So then, I, but I thought it'd be, but I, it wasn't because of this. I thought it'd be <laughs> funny me. if you just went in and you were like just chugging his beer. I mean, he chugging the beer because like, like for whatever reason, he didn't like that. But I'll tell you the one time that you thought you were going regret, to regret something. And this is our cliffhanger. We're going to talk about this next week. It was at, in Tigerland, uh, the LSU, just off the LSU campus where we oh, had God. something called the cracky, cracky sack shot. Oh my God. Where you got on the stage and you pulled your pants down all right that is for next week uh thank you very much for uh listening or watching to this week's episode if you'd like to email us please do um 
we are doing this for for fun and the more people we can have that that watch it the better so please uh share this with someone that'd be amazing like it subscribe all that kind of stuff and uh we look forward to continuing this or just send money you just send money you can send money to steve at money dot steve cash yeah dot cash cash. all right cheers (laughs) (laughs) later please send money